Hello and welcome to episode two of The Big Shops. Hello. Hello. That voice you heard there was my brother, Gary Priest. I am Derek Priest. And we are trying to uh, set up and run the most niche podcast that's ever been made. Basically about a set of shops in a small town in Essex uh, in England. Small town being South Ockenden. The official name of the shops is Derwent Parade Shopping Centre known locally as the big shops and soon to be known globally as the big shops once we take off because we have one follower that isn't us indeed oh, there you go the empire is already building and when i say one follower i mean on our twitter um which for anyone who's listening and wants to follow along is at shops pod perfect easy easy enough there short and sweet so follow along. Hopefully we're going to uh, pick up some more um, followers once uh, my brother learns how to use Facebook. All right. So we'll go through. Uh, I was going to say we'll go through our correspondence, but obviously we haven't received any. Correspondence. We do also actually we're talking about correspondence. I should probably give this as well is we do also have, a, a, which I should look up, an email oh. where people send us. Correspondence. So if they if they really want to, maybe tell us we're talking bullshit. Especially, it would obviously be cool if people wanted to come and say, actually, that wasn't the name of it, or that was the name of it, or you know, to get a dialogue going, or just to tell us we're we're great, or you know, to send us whatever. The email address is the big shops pod at gmail dot com. Yeah, it doesn't get more simple than that. No, so uh, those are those those are the two ways that you communicate. We're not going to do anything on Facebook, not not at the moment anyway. I think we'll just we'll just leave it at two. So you know that's enough. We don't we don't we don't need any more. I mean, soon it will be a multimedia experience. There'll be tours. There'll be we'll be followed by all the Instagram influencers around the world, and we'll be on Oprah or wherever the current Oprah is. I don't know. All loose women will be on uh, everything. Every multimedia outlet there will whore ourselves for listeners. Is what I'm saying. We will be the biggest hoes in the podcast <laughs> arena if you just listen to us. Okay, so let's get into the uh, the meat and drink, the nuts and bolts. Any other little uh, something? Kitten caboodle. Kitten caboodle. Cannonball. Yes. Cheese nut. Uh, yeah. So we're going to start talking about the first of the shops for uh, in, in the big shops. Now, the way we're going to do this is if we were coming down Afton Drive, as we talked about last week, which is the way we would get to the shops, yeah. we're going to go from the right-hand side. Yeah. We're going to work along. And after we do the front half of the shops, we'll turn, go down, and, and, and we'll do one whole side and yeah. then other whole side. Does that sound right? That sounds good to me. So the first, uh, however many that, that we've got, is is from is, is is starts off with the fish and chicken, and the second sort of series or whatever we want to call it starts with uh, the off license. So the fish and chicken, the 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 fish shop, which has. Oh, no, listen, a- listen. Let's 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 be uh, let's let's not get called out for historical inaccuracy. It's fish n chicken. I, I believe I did actually pronounce the two ns, but 
Well, I, I heard I heard an E in there, so just just be careful, Mister. Let's 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 <laughs> not uh, yes. let, let's let's not be picked up. You know, if Lucy Walsley uh, from the uh, who's like the big uh, historical lady on the BBC these days hears us, she she won't put up with that shit. Right. So let's just okay. Now here's an interesting fact about the fish and chicken. Yep. I had a revelation. When I was thinking about this the other day. Now, obviously, it wasn't always called that. I believe at one point it was called the Ockenden Fish Bar. Do you remember that? I think I do, you know. There was definitely Fish Bar, and I think it was Ockenden, which sounds way classier, which I guess just shows how the world has declined. Mm. Ockenden Fish Bar sounds like somewhere you might want to hang out, go for cocktails and a nice bit of rock salmon. But... um, Yeah, and I want to say, add to that, that I think the livery was like a blue and yellow. That was the the, the I think you might be right. I think, or blue, or was it blue and white? Yeah, maybe. Mm, There was definitely some blue. Definitely some blue. You're definitely right there. So So yes, uh, the fish, the fish and chicken, as it is now. Although it's going to be really annoying to call it that completely. So we'll just say the chip shop. The chip shop, exactly. The only chip shop, I believe, in um, in the parade. And um, was it, are there any other chip shops in Ockenden? There has to be. There has to be. Is there? Is there though? There, there, there is. There's one in near the Archer Pub. There, there's one there. I, I remember. I remember going there. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to our, our our fish shop. Now, is it worth saying just giving a very brief description of? Of the place itself? Yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, do, you, do you want me to, to give my memory and see if it kind of links to yours? Yep. So looking at it, as you said, it was it was kind of like half of half of it would be brick and then the, the other half like a big shop window and you could look in and you could see them all cooking. You'd walk in. On the left-hand side would be about three or four cases like the where where they would put the food after cooking it they were like hot cases warm sort of you know so you'd have your peter's pies you'd have your um i think it was called peter's then you'd have your things like your sausage and batters your savaloys then you'd have all your your cod and your rock and your whatever yeah. you'd have your and chips and then on the counter itself when you got past those you'd have the counter itself You'd have a massive big bar, a uh, massive big um, uh, jar of pickles, pickled onions. Mm-hmm. On the other side, on the right-hand side, there were a couple of tables, I remember. I don't know if you remember these. Little I, I do, but I would say more than a couple. I, I think the right-hand side, I think the right-hand side was maybe like, you know, eight to ten little tables no no never never it wasn't that big there was maybe three and there was a bit at the end where you could stand up and and kind of like they had where you know you could you had your you could add more salt and vinegar you could just eat at the standing but it definitely wasn't eight in my in my mind it there was a bigger eating area but again no I, I i remember it i remember it being definitely being smaller we won't we won't argue over that. Maybe one of our many listeners will uh, get into so either on the twits or on the ease and uh, yeah. tell us, you know, who's right, if either of us are right. 
Um, yes. Or, or you know, or you know, or just something along those lines. Um, but we have got we we what we're talking about now. Let's just go back to refresh the listeners' memory from uh, from last time. Was that we're looking at a period from seventy six to eighty six, so probably before the chicken fish and chicken. Oh no, times. it was definitely. I think sometime in the eighties, uh, it was it became the Ogden and Fish Bar. Before that, I think it was probably just called Fish and Chips. It, it was never it was never anything like you know Fred's Fish and Porridge. It never had a name on it, did it? As far as I can remember, like Jimmy Five Bellies, shall we say? Who will summer? Yeah, right. It would never. It never had any kind of name associated with it. No, not that I'm aware of. Again, no, the fish bar, and then again, I, 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 the chicken chips, fish and chicken thing. Um, <laughs> what was it called again? <laughs> you, you like? I think you're having a stroke there. All right, so that's what we think was the layout of the shop. I mean, um, it was definitely. It was definitely on the on the left hand side. There was. Um, you know, there yes. was there was the counter, uh, and there was and then on the right hand side there was the uh, a disputed amount of tables, shall we say? Yes. But my memory is my memories of the the chippy were, were always really of a, um, a sunny day, especially those early ones. Sunny days down the big shop. I, I kid. Because you put it, because you put it didn't go out when it rained. I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't particularly remember. I'm not. I'm not much of a weathery person for remembering what what the weather was like. I mean, I my I I, I mean, my memories of it are either going to get like all the shit, like dad taking me. And, and him sitting in a car where I got like for maybe like a, a family treat and we'd, we'd all get sort of sort of fish and chips and that kind of thing. Or I do have and I don't know whether it's it's we're, we're like quarter an hour in. I do have a Gary's golden memory of the fish and chip shop. Well, let's hear it. So yes, let's hear it. I used to uh, Culverhouse School was ac- like across the road from 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 the big shops. And it was also about, what, 10 minutes away from home. So it meant that yeah. when I uh, at lunchtime I would go home for, for lunch. Yeah. I'd go home. I'd make myself some uh, tomato soup, Heinz tomato soup, and sit and watch the Sullivans. Yeah. Which you know was bliss for 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 a kind of like antisocial, no friends bastard like myself, and that's what I would do. But one day I remember being asked by some of the lads. If I wanted to go over to the Biggies at lunch, and I thought, wow, I was in. I was I was in the jet set. I had become one of the jets. It was yeah, like West Side Story. I was not. I wasn't much handling, but I was one of the lesser ones that no one ever remembers, as they say. So now, what they used to do, which at the time blew my tiny fucking mind, they used to go to. The bakers around the corner, about three shops around the corner. Hertz. That's the one. Yeah. They would go to the bakers, which, as you said, was Hearst's. They would buy half a crusty loaf. They would then scoop out the bready innards of that crusty loaf. And then they would go and get that filled up with chips. Yes. That was pretty damn exotic in my mind now but here's the thing and here's the here's the sad part i think 
I have been thinking about since we started doing this. Obviously, I've been thinking lots of different memories about the big shops. I remember that happening. I remember them all buying it, but I seem to remember that back in my mind, for some reason, even though I had the money, I didn't partake. It was it was too it was too exotic for me. I think I just had a bag of chips. I couldn't. I just you well, know. I- it's a terrible metaphor yeah. really, for my life. Is that I just I, I took the I took the kind of like the conventional route. I didn't I didn't go on the wild side with the bread. I just had chips. Well, I I have a very very similar memory and was going to actually say that because it was the same when I was at school. People would do exactly the same. Yeah, and I believe I am did it once and the reason i only did it once was because it was awful it's just bread and chips yeah basically but that's basically like well i guess maybe then i've avoided a huge disappointment in life because when i think back on it i think that's just like the ultimate mega chip sandwich but if it was shit then i'm i guess i I guess I, i guess i was um that disappointment, at least at least one disappointment I didn't have to endure in life, was that yeah, was the, the big massive yeah. chip party wasn't what it was, wasn't what uh, everyone was going. Everyone was raving about it, saying, "Oh, look at this big chip party!" Yeah, but keep that memory virginal in your mind. Yeah, don't sully it with the truth. Yeah, I guess I guess it's probably best. But uh, as I said, it's kind of tinged with sadness in the fact that I didn't take part. But it looks like maybe my. Uh, my uh, lifelong credo of not taking part in things may have been the right one. So there you go. We can, we can, that's something to, uh, something to, now, yeah, so that was, that's, that's Gary's golden memory. And so, so that was, so that was, now, when do we start talking about the elephant in the room? And I use that term wisely. We start talking about it straight away, I think. I, so, it's again. It could be could be another segment where we call it the uh, the, the shop staff of note, and this is our first one. And we, there was actually two, as far as I'm concerned, there are two for the shop. Oh, okay. Well, before we go to the obvious one, tell us, tell you, tell me of the other one because he's literally the only shop staff member of that place that I remember. Well, the other one I remember is in fact his and his brother Stephen's mum. Oh, yes. She had blonde hair, like curly blonde hair. Yeah. You know, so she worked there as well. And then obviously uh, young Tim worked there as well. Uh, Now, I do remember that. I don't I don't remember her particularly, but I do remember that 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 Tim Tim's mum worked there because it was they were brothers. It was it was it Tim and Stephen, was it? Right. And Stephen was the one that I went to school with and I was most friendly with. Right. Uh, I didn't really know Tim, only really by, you know, I knew him vaguely through Stephen, yeah. but obviously by reputation. And uh, he was, was he older than you? I think he, I mean, I, or. He was younger. He was younger than me. So he, would he be my age? I don't remember him from school at all. Yeah. I mean, he would have been. In my mind, I would have said a couple of years younger, but he could have been one or he could have been three, you know. Yeah, so uh, he could have maybe just been around, but not really in the sphere of people that I knew. Now, it's, yes. it's describing him, I, my memories of he was a tall, 
blonde haired, blue eyed, <laughs> not a Nazi as far as I know, although it was South Ovingdon. Good, a good looking boy, you know, uh, you know, he was, he was, he was, an, he was an attractive fella. Um, and worked in the, and said and worked in and worked in the fish shop. But I remember men, when I mentioned him to you, and whenever ever conversation we've ever had about him, we have mentioned the size of his penis. Let's just put it out there. Let's just slap it on the counter like a sausage in batter, and just say the dude was possessed of of something pretty special in the trouser department. Yes. So 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 legend has it so that, that was his main claim that was his main claim to fame i was just going to say there was if, if you have more to talk about tim let's talk about tim i was going to go off at a slight tangent but well i had that he's just the only thing i thought when i thought about tim dice because i probably haven't thought about him in many years there's a there's a world or there's a possibility of a world where tim dice still works in the fish and chicken People work something like 40 years in the same place. Can you imagine if we went into there now, which would be, I guess it would be open now, uh, and Tim Dines, like a, a 50-year-old Tim Dines, was still working there, somewhat grizzled, probably a bit overweight from all the uh, all the all the the battering of the sausages. But I just that idea of just of just someone actually still being there, uh, just I don't know, just kind of captured my imagination and the fact that you could actually you know we could go back and tim still be there a grizzled veteran of the fish and chip tray for many a year at this point before just before your derek's diversion which uh yeah is possibly what we could call your little um solo um what do you call but bit yeah i should say that i myself have been in the trade it comes. It's yes. absolutely the remit of of the of the Derwent Place shop. So I didn't work at that fish shop, but I did work for for a couple of years for Mumford and Sons, not the band, but the fish shop in Grays. So uh, to, to me, to me, this is the elephant in, in the room. Is right. that you do have inside knowledge? I could I could tell you some I could tell you some stories of the trade, but. You know, it's kind of a bit like uh, Scientology, if I'm honest with you. Once you're in, once you're in uh, the trade, once you're in the fish, as we call it, you, you don't, you don't tell. You, you don't talk about, you know, how to mix the batter. You don't talk about the fry tray. You know, you don't talk about the dead cats. You don't talk about any of that stuff. You keep it on the down low. And if you do, like Tom Cruise, you have a life of wonder enjoy most of the happiness i've ever had in my life i relate to uh being a member of the uh the fish illuminati yes no for for, for several years while this but this was while i was at college i worked at mother's and obviously said where have it but you know it, it's 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 a weird kind of um background because it, it, it's because it's a uh you know preparing food and everything but i don't remember it being massively hygienic at the time there was a big chipping machine where you stuck in like a bag of potatoes and the chips came out. And then there was like a back, back, back bit where you used to cook the chickens on the rotisserie. Uh, but yeah, and there was a big outside fridge. And that's about all I can remember, to be honest with you. So maybe, maybe my uh, 
my inside knowledge isn't that impressive. But anyway, that was a slight diversion. So yes, I, I, I've, I've been in the trade and uh, I still bear, bear the scars. But you had something to say in what we're now going to call Derek's diversion. If you ask me to tell you who was in my class, you know, first year of senior school or last year of senior school or in junior school, I would struggle to get you more than four or five people. Apart from the people I actually hung out with. Yeah. I have no real, really no memory of my, for the most part. I, yeah, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm probably the same. I can probably remember a few names, but I, I mean, I didn't like, I, when I left school, I, I, I pretty much ditched everyone. <laughs> really, I mean, I, there's maybe one or two people I still among friends with on Facebook or whatever, but the only person that kind of came over from school was, was, uh, actor John Webb, who I knew because we went to college together and I, became good friends with him because I used to, because I became like a drama fag and just used to, which is a perfectly acceptable phrase uh, in the day. And so I used to kind of hang out with him, but yeah, I, 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 there's like, I remember some names, but you're right. It's, I mean, that said, you know, it's, it's almost 40 odd years ago since, 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 you know, we, we left. So once I left school, once I left school again, obviously there was John Terry, but there was also, Ellis, Kevin Rolls, Sutters, and I personally think South Ockenden's number one, number one resident, Stephen Troy, again, again, who I was obviously have still, and still friends with now. Number I, one I resident, did you say? He, he, yes, he was, he, and is, such a good bloke. And worthwhile saying... The, not the spitting image, because I think it's kind of changed, but had, had a very, um, a passing resemblance uh, to Phil Daniels, which so I think helped him in life. Yes. yes. And he was, he, a good looking, he was a good looking lad. And, yes. you know, and, and yeah, I, I, he's one of your friends that I remember actually always liking. I mean, most of your friends I didn't like, but I didn't like most people. But he, right. he was a, a charming, nice guy. And uh, I think mum's favourite, Mum yeah. used to call him Troggy. So let's just go back then. Talking of, and again, this is still part of the same conversation, but I didn't, I, I had, um, I guess, like the third year, fourth year at school, fifth year at school. Again, you you know, you would change classes yeah. on a regular basis, like your form class. So I became friendly and started to hang around with Stephen Dines, Mick O'Shea, um, Billy Asom. And there was a, a kid, Alan, someone, but he was just known as Dog End. <laughs> and I don't know. I know it was Alan was his first name, but everyone just used to call him Dog End because he was small. It was the right. reason, not, not any other connotation. Just no. that he was, he was. Um, and so we would hang out a lot together. And I think that was basically it. It was the, the, the three or the four of us would hang out. And then there was a couple of girls we would hang around with. Over the summer holidays, Lee Caulfine and Angela Hamer. So that was a little, like a little group, but obviously, so I remember them. Uh, so anyway, so there's a little shout out to Stephen Dine. Well, that again, was that was, that was cool. That was that was that was a that was a very cool inaugural uh, Derek's diversions. Good, and again, we will we will focus or we will touch on other people that we knew 
friends, maybe uh, nemeses. Who knows? Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't one for a ton of friends. I, I think I really only ever had two, two friends. One was one, one was um, John Webb, no, now known as John Webber, the actor who'd been in, who's been in Touch of Frost. So that's impressive. And Ian Scott, as he's now known, but was Ian Blackshaw back in the day. But yes, friendship, at least from my point of view, is fleeting. But you're obviously a much more loyal uh, person than, than I am. My 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 first friend I remember from Shaw School is Dave Roberts. Okay. Kind of around, although may live in Thailand. I said once in a while I do a little dive and see if I can find anyone on Facebook, and I found a Dave Roberts who may have been him living in Thailand. So I don't know what's going on there. Who is Kevin Rolls's cousin? Is he? Yeah, he Kevin Rolls's mum is the sister of Dave Roberts's dad. Well, I never knew that. There you go. I yeah. never knew that. Anyway, so we, I guess we're done with the fish shop. I think we are. I think I, you know, I and as I said, are. I mean, they're not a ton of memories, but um, but there were certainly some some uh, some interesting. And as I said, there's nothing like fish and chip chips. And a good battering of a sausage, in my opinion. Yeah, sausage in batter. Sausage in batter, uh, to, give it, to give it its non-innuendo name. Um, yes. A nicely battered sausage to give it its uh, Sid James name. If we've had our uh, chips and sausage in batter, and then we come out, and then we just, uh, if we were obviously facing back up towards our house, we would turn right, but obviously it's the next shop along on the left. Yeah. I believe is the greengrocers. I believe you are correct. Yeah. And now, I first of all, I have no idea of a name. Just something grocers, I think. I, I yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't remember it. I can't remember it either. Yeah. This I, is, in those days, they used to. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say it, it's going to be a, a tough one to talk about. I do remember going in there. And mum buying, you know, a couple of pounds of potatoes and some carrots or whatever. Oh, well, um, this is the thing I was going to say about it. And the reason why I don't think either of us will have great memories. My one memory is taking down mum's trolley and getting that yeah. filled up with potatoes. Right. The reason being is, as a family, we were not great eaters of fruit and vegetables. No. We, 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 you know, on, on, on the, on the, on the priest dinner plate, there was chips, home, homemade chips in the big greasy fire, or yes. roast potatoes, and yes. that's well, very. And on, on the kind of the Sunday dinner plate, it was processed peas, and if we wanted them, we could have green beans and Brussels sprouts, but none of us ever did. Right. We, we, you know, we, we were not the kind of family that indulged in, 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 in the greenery of the world. We were more about, right. so we liked our chips and we liked, I personally liked, you know, some roast potatoes. But yeah, we, we, we didn't get an awful lot from there. But I do, so I do remember taking down the um, the old trolley that mum used to do our shopping in. This was before, like, you know, dad used to drive her and take her places. She used to just have to go on her own. But I remember getting like a couple of, you know, a fair amount of, of uh, potatoes. And he just used to weigh them out and just dump them directly into the bag. Right, and that was about it. That's that's honestly that's about the only memory I've got, which is which is which is not. Uh, but what I was actually thinking 
because uh, we've still got a fair bit of time to go, is we've got the butchers next, and I think we can probably put it into Flora as well, which is after that. Yes. And then that leads definitely. into Martins, which could be a fair, you know, which would be definitely a, you know, it could if be not two parts, it would be, yeah, numerous, kind of, that has a lot of memories linked to it. Yeah, so that was the green grocers. But can we do this just before we move on to the butchers? Yeah. We we know now that the Ockingham Fish Bar or whatever it's called is still a fish and chip shop and it's called yeah. Fish and Chick and Yeah. Do we have any idea what the greengrocers turned into and what it is now? Do we have any idea? I know that one of the two, the fish the not the fish the um Either the greengrocers or the um, butchers is now a cafe, which is pretty much. I think, to be honest with you, if we're talking about these things, we could probably guess with ninety percent accuracy that everything that that isn't still there is probably a cafe or a takeaway, because that's what most of them have become. But I, I, one of them is definitely like a cafe. But as I said, I don't remember what it, you know, what 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 it is. But it's just like a normal greasy spoon type cafe. All right, so then the butchers, H W Whites or whatever it might be. Or something like that. Yes. HR stuff, maybe. Yeah, I remember that was again, that was definitely a a place mum used to shop in. Again, back before the big supermarkets. And I do remember it was the type of uh, butchers that actually had sawdust on the floor. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, and the meat hanging up. It wasn't like you know, it was, it was literally hung up in the window, a big carcass of meat. Yes, it was an old style, and again, with you know, this is the seventies, so there was still many of the shops were still the same type of shop that they were back in the fifties. I, I, I would so, imagine so. Yeah, I don't imagine it. Yeah. My main memories of the kind of again. We were obviously much more meat eaters than veg eaters. The the main things I would remember is you said you've mentioned sausages. Mince would be another one that mum would get, and mm-hmm. the other one is chops. I, and which which you don't see, no one seems to have chops for tea anymore. I can't remember the no. last time someone said I'm having chops for me tea. Maybe they're called well, something different these days. You just just on that phrase chops for tea. I would like to do another little Derek diversion if I may. Okay. And then I would, again, first of all, that tells you a lot about us, that, that it's called tea and it's not called dinner. Uh, well, that's because we're unsophisticated working class types. <laughs> but, but also as well, again, and you did mention about this, is like, you know, we weren't the greatest eaters in the world. Tea for us, like a weekday tea, would be something like egg and chips or corned beef and chips or chops and chips or something and chips was pretty much what we had for tea during the week. You know, that, that tea what you had, like, kind of just after the kids' programs finished. That would be the type of thing. And, again, the corned beef would not be you would buy it sliced. It would be the corned beef that's in a tin. Yeah. You get a kid to open and then slice it. So, again, I remember having, you know, egg and chips for tea, corned beef yes. and chips for tea. And tea would yeah. also always be um... – when dad came home from work, it was timed for that time. So uh, yeah. now, the other thing we haven't mentioned in the, in the diversion about tea is, of course, the, the famous, nay, infamous silly tea. Yes, it's, it was a thing to behold. 
it was 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 anarchy it was it was it was but but it was also you had to have been pretty good and you had to have been like you know we had to have been because let's face it we were three boys all of a similar age growing up in a in a in a very pretty small house it was only a two-bedroom house we had a lot of fights and a lot of arguments but if we were good if we behaved we got a silly tea well, in my in my memory, a silly tea would only happen on a Sunday. Or yes. Or if it was someone's birthday. Yes. 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 Have, I think I think a, that was that cream sponge, a lion's cream sponge. Yep. And there would be some other silly tea, maybe some quavers. Quite maybe definitely quavers. A banana, um, maybe a banana. A banana. There would also be cups of tea and biscuits and where we played the Thunderbirds we, game. Exactly, exactly. We would play which, the Thunderbirds which, 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 for people, I mean, Thunderbirds are, are still kind of around, so people probably know what it was, but the Thunderbirds game was basically, you would have five biscuits. And when you dunk the first one, you'd go, five, oh God, your voice just went there, five, as in the countdown of the Thunderbirds, four, three, two, one. Um, no, no. No, 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 no. You would also say who you were. Like, if you had five biscuits, you would be John. When you were down to three biscuits, you would say, well, now I'm Alan. Really? I don't remember that. Oh, no, no, you know know what? It's coming back to me because we always, always wanted to stay on two because Virgil was by far the coolest of all the Thunderbirds. Absolutely. Now you're saying that, it brings back the memory. We We all wanted to be Virgil. Virgil. Virgil got all the chicks. Virgil was, yeah. was the, had the coolest Thunderbird by far. I never was a fan of the rich tea plain biscuit, but that would be sometimes what the option it was, was. It was a good one to um, to, to play the dunking, dunking game with, though. Because yeah. if you got it to that perfect consistency before it dropped into your tea, yeah, and it was then it was then it then it was transformed into something pretty delicious. But yeah, they were yeah. kind of a bit cardboardy. But if you got the right amount of tea soaked in it, then 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 it was pretty special. Um, but that was another diversion. So I think yeah, as, as regards the so as regards going going back as 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 I guess we should yeah. to the um the butchers. There's not a lot to say apart from chops, mints, and sausages. The, the, those two shops again. I don't know what that shop has become. Probably another cafe, but nothing springs to mind about it. But I think we can. We've probably got more than enough time to slip in into floral, which I think could be wrong. It's possibly still a flower shop. Oh wow! Well, that's good to know. I don't um, know. The last time I can remember that it, that it still is, whether it is or not, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, my memories, again, obviously, wasn't a shop that I went into very often, but I do no. remember going in there. I'm assuming with mum, my, my memories of there being lots of, of cut flowers on the floor. Or, oh, or it was no, literally, like, yeah, off. full of full of flowers. Oh, yeah, I think the yeah. only, I have a couple of memories, actually, of the flower. I have three, in fact. The, the first one is, as you said, obviously the big flush. And that's where I used to go. Like Mother's Day, you used to go buy carnations because that was mum's favourite flower. Right. I do remember once, and I can't remember why, sitting outside there 
and this is this is a this is a little um as some listeners may know and probably none maybe, maybe at least one listener one may may know who's our current twitter follower who I'll, i won't mention by name but um but uh, she's a friend that i've met online in 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 my writing endeavors oh. i got an idea i was sitting outside the, the inner floors waiting for mum or just sitting outside there maybe i just parked outside there while mum was doing her shopping and i saw some bloke walk in there and he was this kind of weird looking disheveled bloke and he walked in into there and then came out about 10 minutes later without any flowers and i've got this idea, and this must be a good 30 years ago and i had yeah. this idea for a story about a guy on valentine's day who who try was trying to buy flowers for his girlfriend but no one would sell them to him because no because they all didn't they thought he was too ugly to have a girlfriend and 25 years later a couple of years ago i ended up writing a, a variation of that story which actually became one second in a in a writing competition oh, so wow. that's that, that's kind of that memory had persisted for all that time in my writing part of my brain to think just the oddness of the idea of just someone who you know they they couldn't you know couldn't get any flowers on valentine's day because you know for whatever reason it turned out to be a more complicated reason in my story but uh, yeah so that was just how that particular inspiration was born interesting that was interesting um well you know so it, was, it was more interesting than, than whatever that story we'd got to edit out early on yes yes absolutely no I, I i don't deny that again i'm happy more than happy to take the role of uh uh tommy cannon to your bobby ball on this so you know i'm, I'm aware of my limitations or the you know, happy to uh, just or the, uh, oh no what's his name oh the mic to my bernie winners or perhaps even the Snorbits. I think Snorbits had more of a personality than Mike <laughs> Winters, to be honest. Well, this is true. Anyway, I do uh, have a final story about about the. Um, go on, sorry. Yes, no, go on, carry on. Uh, we 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 need to we need to the other thing we need to get better at is talking over each other, which we're both doing. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying about you or or me, but we're both doing it. So we need to try and work on that a bit better get that thing i don't no i'm going to just say this i even though there's some really good bits in this i don't think this is probably as good as the last one so anyway we'll see how it turns that that said and i will say that you, you I, and include this in is i think you did an absolute miracle with the editing i mean i didn't i don't think you said that i was really impressed by the editing job you did because it was a big the first one was a big ramble and i was saying uh, uh um an awful lot and it turned out I I really liked what what it turned out. It wasn't I I didn't sit there and think oh this sounds incredibly amateur or I thought it just sounded like a podcast. So I was very impressed by the editing job you did. Now I do have a final story about the florist. Okay. This is outside of our realm um, of, of of time period, but I think it's 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 such a good story that I think I really think it it needs to. Uh, needs to be part of it so it's just it's, it's it's a bit of a as you said you've gone back a little way this will be this will be what we you know actually something we were talking about about you know last connections with with south Lockington. this is one of my last memories because i left in 94 uh 94 as we, as we mentioned in the first one was also when dad died 
Now, if you remember, Dan had um, a wreath with the words, or with sorry, with the letters F N B on it. Correct. And yes. I remember Mum telling me the the florist said, "Oh, that's a weird one. Oh, wasn't he with the fire brigade? Is it something to do with the fire brigade?" Mum, I imagine, just smiled and 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 sort of said, "Oh, no, it's just it's just an in joke." And it was basically yeah. Dad's name for himself, which is one of those things about saying it about yourself before um, someone else does. Anyway, what FNB stood for was. Northern bastard. Indeed. I mean, at least he owned it because, you know, he owned it. Let's face it. I mean, as I said, it's one of those things about owning it before someone else calls you. Because even though that's the weird thing I always found, because people would always say to me, oh, your dad's got a northern accent. I never heard it ever. I mean, when we spoke to Eric or anyone from Hartlepool, I could hear it straight off. But I never heard it when dad said anything. No, I'm exactly the same. But but the um, formerly mentioned Stephen Troy Trogologs Troggy always used to say that. Say, oh, yeah. your dad's got a real northern accent. I remember, you know? cause I remember, like they would say it if you phoned up for mum when she was working at the uh, the post office, saying we can't understand this bloke, you know, and this guy. Yeah. Like, I I don't I don't ever remember it, but uh, but yes, that that was that was that was his uh, that was his thing, and I remember <laughs> this again, and and this. This again is is of 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 that same time, but when we pulled when we pulled out in the hearse, we pulled onto Dagen Drive, and this would be this would probably be one of our when we talk about the Jack was that yep. uh, Harry was standing out there with a, about half a dozen other blokes with their beers yeah, yeah. in hand as a little tribute to that in his in his vest, obviously Harry in his yeah. vest, you know, saying their last <laughs> farewell to uh, to Don Priest. So, anything more regarding the flower shop? No, I mean, uh, that, I think I, that, that's about it, really. I don't, I don't think there was, you know, I didn't have an awful lot of, of, of interaction. I don't remember ever buying uh, flowers for anyone but Mum, to be honest with you. How about you? Did All you right. buy any for your, for, for? I mean, let's face it, of that, of the period that we're talking about, um, when it, when it comes to the ladies, uh, I, I, I was, a, I was pretty much a non-starter. But yeah, you were kind of a bit of a, a bit of a lad. You were, did you ever buy any ladies um, flowers? I don't remember buying flowers for any of those, uh, like the the early girlfriends, the Mandy Watsons, the Mandy Cleesbys. Was it Mandy Cleesby? It was. Name? I remember she bought you that kind of West Hammy type uh, cardigan. But no, I don't remember. Those early girlfriends, I don't think I ever bought flowers for. No. Maybe a cuddly toy. Um, so I don't think I ever remember using that. Maybe buying flowers for mum. Yeah, that's the only time I can ever remember. I can never remember. But not, not that I, I think that either of us were, were particularly romantic types anyway. So, yeah, that's probably... Uh, but, yeah, that, that, was, that was about it. Um, okay, well, next up is Mines. Um, which is going to be could could be you know one of one of the greats. It may be a two parter. It may be a three parter. I, I think. Yeah. I've got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of stories related to Martins. The weird thing that about Martins, and I was thinking this the other day, I cannot remember a single person who worked there at all. 
cannot remember any of the staff there at all. Even though it's the shop that I went in absolutely by yeah, far the most. I do, I do, and this and this has a connection with one of the other shops we've already talked about. Oh, well, we'll te- we won't we won't go into okay. that. We'll, 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 we'll tease. tease it tease it for next time. But there's gonna be there's gonna be tales of of fireworks of 2000 AD of by quarter of cola cubes and Top-top. all sorts of stuff yep. about mines, which I believe is now called AM to PM, which is a uh. Let's face yeah. it, he's a rubbishy name. Martins, yeah. it will always be. And I bet you there are still people that call it Martins. We've done well. We've talked to, we've talked for a good, well, probably the same length as we did for. Yeah, we've done it. It's come out for about an hour, hour out. twenty minutes. Uh, which yeah. obviously you'll we'll you'll your, your mastery on to, to to cut it in, in, into a, into about an hour. But no, I think that, you know, I that that was cool. That was cool. I, I enjoyed that. There was a, there was some interest. I think I think we kind of, and I think this is probably what's going to happen is there are. I was thinking about this 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 uh, the other day. The first side of the shops, I have a ton of memories, or at least have one memory for each shop. The other yeah. side of the shops, I barely have any memories at all. Because it was almost like a different world. I very rarely ever went over to that side of the shops. Yeah. For some reason. You're right. It was kind of like. But I think I think at the same time we've got an awful lot of, you know, we will divert off because we, you know, and, and how they relate to lives now. I think we've got. I think what we've proved in two podcasts is we've got plenty of material to 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 to, to do this. Said so we'll probably combine a few shops as we go. Uh, yeah. Martin's will definitely be on its own, but then. You know, then we've got things like the TV rental shop and the carpet shop, and they'll probably be, you know, combined, and there'll be a few other sort of, uh, you know, stuff around that. So, let I, I will just to repeat the um, oh no, I need to find it. The 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 the, the, the Twitter and the uh, the socials, the social, the meads, as we as we as we possibly call them, at shops pod on Twitter. Um, please give us a follow. We we currently have, looking at our profile, three followers, two of wow. which are me and Derek. <laughs> the other one I will I will give a shout out. It's 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 a friend of mine. This is her kind of. She has this parody account which will mean nothing <laughs> to you. It's called Mrs Cummings Journal. Now Dominic Cummings is an ex Tory advisor, and so it's her kind of parody account on there so a shout out to mrs cummings um and also we have an email address so if you want to send us an email to just say please stop podding or your pods are great or it's the big shops pod at gmail.com yeah or or i like the funny one but the tommy cannon guy is not so good you know whatever you want to say it's fine yeah or vice versa yeah, well, yeah. I, the thing I did think, and I probably will think again, is that I sound really squeaky. I I I, I sound like the the maybe I'm I'm still I'm still waiting for my voice to break. I didn't I didn't I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I was overexcited, overstimulated. Could be. Anyway, so I guess that's that's the end of episode two of uh, the Big Shops. Yes. Goodbye to everyone. We shall yeah. see you for the next episode. And just as Derek would say, which could have possibly adopted as a sign-off, it's been huge.
It really has. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.